shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News in Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Oh, this is Apostle Henry Walker. I want to invite you to listen to my broadcast, God's Timing is Everything. A broadcast that teaches about God's timing and His season. That God's Timing is Everything broadcast heard every Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WCNO. A1 Auto Care of Hope Sound is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Dave and Esther Morgan have been serving Treasure Coast motorists since 1986 with the best in automotive care. A1 Auto Care is located across the railroad tracks at the next crossing south of Bridge Road in Hope Sound. A1 Auto Care is available at 546-6667 where honesty is their only policy. That's 772-546-6667. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8:32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The question I have is, if the world has gone so far... Why would we want to establish his kingdom here? Why set the captive free? Why give abundant life? Why heal sickness? Why, what, what was God trying to say by the establishment of his kingdom here on earth? What is this crazy plan that God has for us? What's he trying to say? I mean, come on, spill it, God. We want to know. What you doing up there, man? Why is life the way it is? Hmm. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says this, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. Watch this. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Oh, that's what you're doing, God. You're taking care of my devil problem. According to this scripture, Jesus came in a manger to destroy the works of the devil. So we understand that God is everywhere all the time, don't we? And we can see the evidence of Jesus in the book of Genesis all the way from the beginning. But what we see taking place in Bethlehem was the manifestation of the Son of God. Jesus was manifested. God came in the flesh for one reason, to destroy the works of the devil. I mean, no, God didn't fail at that mission. I mean, sometimes we think he did because we struggle, don't we? But he didn't fail. He came, he kicked butt, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now. He came and destroyed the works of the devil. God was sending us a message. Somebody say, God was sending me a message. He was the light that was sent into the darkness, and he was sent to change everything, to change history, 
to change mankind, to change the human race, to change the times, to change everything. To do away with one kingdom and establish a new kingdom. How many of you understand that when the word describes Jesus, a lot of times he's referred to as things in life that propagate life? All through the New Testament, they describe Jesus in all these cool ways. He's the wellspring of life. I like that one. The wellspring of life. He's the living water. That's another good one, isn't it? I mean, you can't live without water. Huh? That's what Jesus is. He's the living water. He's the bread of life. The bread from heaven. The good shepherd. Meaning that there are some bad shepherds. Huh? He's the light in the dark world that we live in. Hmm? You know, God has existed however long God has existed. And since none of us really know how long God has existed, we just say that he was. He was. He's been here and he was. But how many know he is and he always will be? He was, he is, and he always will be. And because of that, he just calls himself this. I am. I am. There ain't no other way to describe me. I am. I mean, didn't I just kind of sum up how awesome he is? What are you, God? I am. What you doing, God? I am. Where are you at, God? I am. Are you up in the universe or are you down here? I am. Are you in my head or in the world? I am. I said, or God, I am. Whew. Let that roll around your head for a little minute. You might, you might get a little headache. But he is. He was, he is, and he always will be. It's amazing to me, isn't it? It's pretty awesome when you think about it because he's the only one that can say that about himself. But you know what else is amazing to me? We constantly say that about ourselves, don't we? Amazing to me. We just take credit for all kinds of stuff. I am this, I am that, I got the I, 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 I. We get the I syndrome. Obama gave a speech two days ago about a, a war veteran. The speech was supposed to be about a war veteran. He referred to himself 64 times in the speech. We just do that, don't we? But it really ain't about us, is it? Listen to this. The kingdom being established was so God could communicate something to us. God wanted to say something to us. How many know God has something he wants to say? He's trying to get a message to us. He's speaking to us. There was something that God wanted to communicate to all of creation, to every living thing. And in this realm, because we have a mouth with a tongue and we want to communicate something with somebody, we generally use words. We want to try to tell them something, don't we? Isn't that right? Because you can shape what your thoughts are with words. That's why we have language and that's how we communicate. And Sometimes we can, we can say a word. We can say, hello, and somebody will be like, hi. And you go, Hello. And they know you're really happy to see me. And you go, hello. And it means something entirely different, don't it? Because we use words in, in, in inflection and our emotions to communicate stuff. But how many know, even if you're not able to speak or, or use a language, sometimes we use hand gestures. Some gestures are friendly. Some not so friendly. If you've spent any amount of time with my wife, Kim, you know that when she talks, she uses her mouth in both hands. Her lips ain't moving unless her hands are going with them. 
Why does she do that? Because she's trying to communicate something to us with what she's saying. She doesn't want you just to hear the words. She wants you to understand the meaning behind the words. And we use body language sometimes to do that. But some people that cannot speak, they form words with their hands. And, and if you give hand signals or, you know, the deaf use their hands and their fingers to talk and uh, communicate with each other. And you can do offensive gestures with your hands and you can do friendly gestures with your hands. And uh, sometimes when people want to express love, what do they do? They give you a hug. If someone's giving you a hug and they don't love you, watch out. They might have a knife in their hand. But what we're trying to do when we use words is we're trying to form or express a thought or a feeling and get across what we're trying to say. And the way that most of us do that is we form words in our mouth and we just tell people what we're thinking. Sometimes to our own detriment. Sometimes we tell people too much what we're thinking. Hmm? Sometimes we don't know when to shut up. Remember this when you were a kid? Sticks and stones will break my bones. But words will never hurt me. I mean, that's the biggest lie ever told to society. Beat me with a stick and throw a rock at me any day of the week. Because how I many know words can kill? Huh? Words don't just hurt, they can kill you. How I many know words can set you free? Words are very, very, very important. How I many understand that from the very beginning, God had something that He wanted to say? God had something he wanted to say. He had a feeling for us. He had a, a thought that he was trying to communicate to us. So, and he was trying to find a way for us to be able to receive what he was, was in his heart. And really, that's what John chapter 1 is all about when you get over to the book of John. Go ahead and look in the book of John chapter 1 verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Come on, God had a word. Somebody say, God had a word. Now listen, check this out. Since that word had not been formed in this realm in a way that we could understand it or a way that we could receive it, then that word had to be shaped in a way that we could receive it. Since this word had not been shaped in this realm in a way that we could understand it, God had to go out of his way and put his word in a shape or in an expression that we could understand. Is that helping anybody? That's why he goes on to say in verse 3 this. This is what he says. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was in the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend the light. So God's saying something, but in the darkness they couldn't comprehend it, couldn't get the message. Let me just say this to you as a side note right here. I think we give the devil way too much credit for being smart. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. And he lies to get us to believe the lie because it's easier than being obedient. Come on, it takes something to be obedient, amen? And he knows in our carnal nature, in our human nature, all of us are at some level lazy. But the truth is, is the devil cannot comprehend the light. He don't understand it. He don't get it. He ain't got a clue. He ain't smart enough to comprehend the light. Amen? He can't comprehend how awesome God is. He can't comprehend how awesome and powerful the Spirit of God is. He can't comprehend how smart God is. He can't comprehend it. It's not within the devil's capacity to understand God. The devil really don't have a clue how awesome God is. He's lost. He's just a liar. We give him way too much credit. 
He's baffled by it. He's confused by it. Amen? Look in verse 6. It says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The man came as a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Listen, that right there ought to just clue you into the fact that you ain't a mistake. And that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Isn't that amazing? He just put on flesh so we could comprehend him. So we could get him. So we could understand what he had to say to us. Jesus became that thought and that feeling and that expression of what God wanted to communicate to us, what he wanted to say to us. God shaped and molded this baby in a manger who was the word before the word ever entered into mankind. But he was the very thought and he was the very heart of God. That's who he was. That's who he is. And that's who he'll always be. Are you hearing me today? And though he was the thought and the intent and the expression of God, he was also God. He was God made flesh. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555.